0: Hey everyone. Welcome to Sick in the City. We're Amanda and Mel, two sick chicks filling the tea on chronic illness. We are back after a while of not talking to you guys, and we have a lot to catch you up on. So I think we should just dive right in. Hey, Mel. Hi. I'm so
1: excited to be back. It feels like it's literally been a year since we've done this, and I've really missed doing it. Like This feels yeah. more natural talking to you over Zoom than
0: it does in real life. I know. I know. It's so crazy. I feel like September was the most insane month and kind of just coming out of the fog now. And I think we're in the middle of October, which is nuts. Like it's fall.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean, as most of, you know, because I documented it via our Instagram, Amanda got married last weekend, which is (sighs) just crazy. I mean, one of the biggest days of your life. And I was so lucky to be a part of it. So we felt like we needed to take a little pause from the podcast just to be able to focus, you know, all of our attention on that huge life moment of yours, which we're going to talk all about today. And I'm so excited. And we probably will be releasing two episodes this month because we have a topic we want to discuss with you, but we also felt like we had so much to catch up on just about life and health updates and things like that. So we want to make sure we gave our full attention, you know, on both topics. So today's episode is really just going to be about updates, what we've been doing, some of the things in our business we're ready to launch and promote and talk about to help you guys mm-hmm. with a lot of different things and, and just kind of covering like the wedding and everything we've been up to and how everything's been going. So I know we kind of wanted to get started. The first thing chronologically that I wrote down was that (laughs) we did the photo shoot for your upcoming cookbook, which I'm so excited about. So like, I mean, that was a long time ago, right? Like that feels like it was forever ago. We haven't recorded since then. That blows my mind.
0: We're terrible people. (laughs) Okay. So yes, we did do that, which was amazing. I do feel like everything's been a blur. That was really fun. I love working with you on creative projects and Mm -hmm. doing all different kinds of things. And yeah, we kind of blew that out really quick. We had a little bit of a COVID scare with my parents. So that was insane. We had to wait for that. (laughs) So yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. The cookbook is pretty much done. We're in editing right now and we are waiting on a forward from a pretty big name, I think, at least in my world. So (gasps) we're waiting on a couple of things and then I'm hoping to launch that in December. So I'm really excited about it.
1: So is it like a 100%
0: plant-based cookbook? Is that like the theme? It is. It is. I keep calling it a nutrition and a cookbook, like a nutrition book and a cookbook, because part of the book does talk about the different micronutrients and where to get them in food. So like how to nourish your body with whole plant-based foods. It also is a really great book. I think for anybody who is getting introduced to a plant-based diet and just starting out, they're are a lot of um, vegan and gluten free. There's a hundred plus actually gluten free and vegan recipes. But there's a whole section on the tools you need for your kitchen that you can learn about what you can cook with and how to cook. And then there's also a whole section on different ingredients. And there's a little bit of my story in there and a little bit of my nutrition philosophy. So it's definitely a best of both worlds. And then it's all delicious foods basically that you can make gluten free or vegan.
1: I think my favorite part of the photo shoot was when you made the hot chocolate brownies and we had to figure out a way for it to look cute for you to eat those. And it was just really entertaining. Like, like, okay, like put it in your mouth. Like, okay, lean back. (laughs) It was like a whole thing. But those brownies are so good. And I've made them twice since then because I literally went home and I was like, we have to make these brownies right now. (laughs) So good.
0: Yes. They, Rob and I ate those the rest of the weekend. Those are definitely, definitely one of my favorite recipes. I, they are so delicious and those are grain-free entirely. Yeah.
1: Like almost fully paleo as well, which is really, really, it's pretty hard to do like both paleo and vegan, like together at the same time. Just because it's like you can't do like the eggs, the gelatin. So you do the flax eggs. And so it's like a lot of little, and then the grains just in general. I feel like normal flowers or some grain flowers are a lot easier to like stay together in baked goods, which I know Mm -hmm. you kind of like figured out when you were trying to do your birthday cake, um, which we also celebrated together by apple picking a couple weekends ago. So that was like another blurry moment that we just kind of whizzed right through.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's, I know there's been so many things it is. It is super challenging to make grain-free and vegan things. I don't always make everything gluten-free. I don't always make everything grain-free. Sometimes it just depends on a texture thing for me. Like I'll use a lot of flour mixes. I'll mix things together and try different things it took me probably a year to finally make a cake that tastes like a cake. <laughs> so <laughs> I made myself a birthday cake and I was really, really proud of that. And then, yeah, we celebrated by going upstate where you are now and apple picking and I know there's just been, there's just been so much happening and with yeah. you too. So oh tell everyone gosh. about how you're relaunching your course. Cause that's also happened.
1: Yeah, no, I'm so excited. My course, the everybody program, I, I, I wanted it to be like a fully encompassed course where you can take it and it starts on a date and it ends on a certain date so that everybody is kind of going through it together um, and able to kind of like collaborate and communicate with each other and create community. And, and so I loved that platform and like that outline, which was fully my plan, but I feel like for everybody, it's really hard to kind of jump onto a course all at the same date, like some people, you know, would come to me and I'd be like, no, there's not another one for like two and a half months. I'm (laughs) sorry. Like, and I think I was losing, losing a lot of potential students that way. So I kind of revamped everything. I made it so that anyone who's interested can start on the course material whenever they want. Like as soon as they buy it, they can start it that day and just go through the course at their own pace, but still be able to have access to a community page with like all of the students where they can communicate. And so a lot of the same perks as last time, but it's a little stripped down and it's a lot more affordable. So it's about a third of the price, which is really exciting. So if that's something you guys are still interested in, it's totally a kill your gut, reduce autoimmune disease and reactions, um, kind of lifestyle adjustment education course. So if you're still struggling with chronic illness symptoms and you want help and more answers, it's pretty much all there laid out for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I love that. You know, you gave me early access to your course and I think it's so great. And for me personally, like I am so a learn at your own pace type of person. Like I would never be able to deal with, working on somebody else's schedule, which I say that although I'm in grad school, but I struggle with that the most. Like when I have to be in class, I'm like, how dare you <laughs> yeah. to show up? Like I am busy. I would prefer to do a class at my own pace so that I can just like attend when I need to. So I love that you made that change and I'm really excited to see all the new people that you can help with your course.
1: Yeah, me too. It's been so fun. Like, although I I mean, I have been learning so much with like the job I have right now with the doctor in Colorado, like I've Mm -hmm. learned so much info and it's kind of making me totally rethink like things and, and want to put more information into the course. So it's nice that like, if I don't have a course running at all times, like I'll be able to kind of make adjustments as they go. And, So it's kind of this ever-changing, growing little baby of mine, which is really a nice thing to have. And I'm lucky to have been able to teach some people so far. And I know you're kind of about to dive into that whole world. And (laughs) although you took off like, what, three days before your wedding, like you're like, I'm taking time off to relax and like get mentally prepared. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you're like, so I finished my course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I had this just stroke of, I mean, like a physical stroke that I basically decided that I wanted to do a course, even though I said I was never going to do a course, which is just so typical me. Um, I just had this inkling that I needed to teach people about hormones and nourishing their hormones and I decided to create this course. I outlined it. I feel like I used to often say this when I had my other business, Olive and Grace, like that I blacked out and created everything and then just like woke up one day and it existed. And that's like kind of what happened with this. Like I wrote an outline. I started working on it little by little, like each night, and then I just finished it. Um, and so I'm actually launching that on Friday. So I know I'm working out some kinks now, and then I'm going to launch that. So more to come, but it's really fun. It, It has a lot about detoxing and your lymphatic system, and it basically teaches you all the different hormones in your adrenal and reproductive system and your thyroid. It teaches you what their functions are and then how to holistically heal them with nutrition and supplements. You can learn how to read your blood work, which I think really puts the power in people's hands versus going to the doctor and having your labs be normal all the time. And you don't know what that means. So I'm really looking to just like educate and empower people um, especially within the realm of women's health, so yeah, that's kind of where I've been at. I'm so excited about this course, honestly, because
1: it's information I like need right now too. Um, Cause I've been kind of looking into my hormones and like my sister's hormones. We've been talking a lot mm-hmm. about it lately. Cause like some of my hair has been falling out and I'm like, oh, yeah. why? Like, it's so weird. You know, we go through these weird phases where all of a sudden our body starts to try and tell us something's off or something's different. And then you kind of have to just try and figure out what's going on. So I, for one, am excited because blood work is really deceiving when you get your hormones taste tested. Like, but I know like for me, when I get my blood work back, everything says it's normal. It always says it's normal. And then I go into some of my binders for school and I'm like, this is low. Like this is low. Why didn't, they tell me this was low. And it's so frustrating because I think reading blood work, like in a holistic way is so different from the way that most normal doctors read and so they send so many people on their way thinking they're normal and they're not and you can take that blood work and then interpret it in your own way to figure out maybe what's going on and this is exactly what your course is for
0: yeah exactly exactly i know and it's also sparked the idea for me that i might want to do a course just dedicated to reading labs because I do think that that's like something that's really just important because of all the people that are struggling with chronic illness and chronic symptoms and they don't know these things um I think that it's just a way to empower people I do a a little bit of a call out, just like in the beginning of that particular lesson where I'm just like, this is not meant to diagnose people. Cause like you do need to work with a practitioner to, to understand. But the whole thing is with hormones is that there's 50 hormones in our entire body and our endocrine system alone, right from our brain, all the way down to our reproductive organs. So there's so many different ones that could be knocked out of balance. And so you can't treat unless you know, what's actually off. So I just think that it's like really important to understand and have you figured out why your hair is falling out? I was taking this
1: pre-workout. So I, I was, I've been trying to get back into the gym, which has been a whole thing for me. I mean, honestly, like I could talk about it for a while, but like I had to stop working out when I was in the depth of my healing, because it was, Mm -hmm. it was only hurting me. And I have to talk to a lot of patients about it because you know, over-exercising can stress, out your body and in turn stress your immune system and then cause flares. You know, if you're pushing your body past the point where it's comfortable in this stage of healing or an illness, um, you know, I have to kind of dial a lot of people back and be like, maybe you can only handle 20 minute, a 20 minute walk a day. And that's that. And so I went through that, you know, I used to be a bit of a gym rat. Like we've talked about this before. Like we, I went every single day. I did 45 freaking minutes on the elliptical every day without fail. I watched vampire diaries and I walked on the elliptical. Yes. <laughs> that was my routine in college. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a long journey back and I am really excited to be there. Like since I've been living with my sister, we've been going and, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing improvement in my strength, which is something I didn't know I'd be able to see after all these years. And so I've been trying to figure out like nutrition wise, what I should take before I work out, what I should take after. Cause it's something I haven't really had to think about in years. So I was taking this pre-workout from Vital Proteins that is good quality stuff. And I looked over everything and I'm like, well, all these, I know what all these ingredients are, like this should be okay for me. And I was taking it and it does have caffeine in it and it didn't make me feel weird at all. Like I felt good working out and afterward I had all the synergy and everything was going well, but I think it was a combination maybe of the caffeine mixed with the fact that I hadn't put my shower filter on since we moved out of the city. I was just lazy about it. It's no excuse. Um, but I put it on and like immediately kind of noticed a difference in my skin and my hair with all the chemicals out of my tap water. So that was nice, but things have kind of slowed down. It's, it's gotten better and I'm trying to like, just, you know, eat a lot of good foods and, and not like, you know, take a brush and rip through my hair as much as I was, but yeah, it's gotten a little bit better. I'm not quite to the bottom of it, but I do also have blood work I'm doing on Wednesday, which I'm very excited about. So
0: yeah, (laughs) stay tuned. Yeah. You, It could be because it could be thyroid stuff. It could be hormone stuff. Usually high intensity workouts raise your cortisol and your estrogen levels. Mm -hmm. Um, they also could raise your testosterone, which could cause issues with your hair. So yeah, definitely important to find that out. I, I was having issues over the summer, which I had told you about my nails that, you know, nails and hair, and it's all related. And my nails were so thin that when I filed them, I couldn't tell where my nail was and where my skin was. And that like really freaked me out. Like it was like one oh. of those feelings that like made me cringe kind of like, cause I was like, yeah. like, Oh no. Um, and I think, you know, I just did testing with, um, something called base. Who's like kind of like a home self-test and there's an app for it. And I tested my thyroid levels and my T3 turned out to be low. And it's only a little low, but for the past two months, I've been really focusing on balancing my estrogen and my progesterone levels and like, just kind of like bringing my body into balance with Hmm. supplements and food. And my nails are back to normal, which is crazy. Um, but I think that that's what was going on. So my thyroid hormones must've been really low. Yeah.
1: So what kind of things did you add in to boost your estrogen and progesterone? So I basically,
0: I focused on a couple of things. So one, I focused on, so to order in order to lower your estrogen, you have to detox estrogen out of your body, um, which we'll talk a little bit about in our toxin um, episode that we're going to do, but there's something called xenoestrogens, estrogens, which act like fake estrogen within the body. And so in order to get those out, you have to eat cruciferous vegetables. You have to take a supplement called dim, and that helps you to rid the body of excess estrogen. Mm-hmm. I also really worked hard on my stress and started to meditate in the morning and do a little bit of listening to like high frequency music and just to kind of like calm my system down to lower my cortisol as well. Um, and then I also added nuts and seeds and sea salt Ooh, into my diet Yes, because, um, sodium is definitely something that if you're not having enough sodium, you can burn your adrenals out. So I really was conscious about adding healthy, more healthy fats into my diet. Like I did chia seed pudding every single day with all these different seeds in it. I'm still doing it. And that, that really was like a game changer for me and other things too, but those are like the main ones.
1: Yeah. I think we'll probably talk, talk more about it in our next episode, which is going to be mainly about like toxins and chemicals in our, products and in our environment and how they're affecting us, mainly our hormones. We'll talk more about that in our next episode, which I think we'll, we, we will be releasing pretty shortly after this one, because mm-hmm. we want to give you guys two episodes in October since we were slacking in September, but we had a lot going on. And before we kind of dive into all of the wedding stuff, which I'm so excited to dive into yeah. um, just like a funny side note of something that was pretty big that happened in my life recently. Um, Is that I went to the Jonas Brothers concert. (laughs) Wait, when? (laughs) Last Wednesday.
0: Oh, geez. Okay. I missed this.
1: I know. I mean, I really, it kind of came and it went pretty quickly. Like I, I was very excited about it though. Like I, I bought the tickets months ago and it was my first big concert back since the pandemic. And it was outdoors, which was really nice. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, it's safe and we had tons of space around us, but we did drive all the way to Connecticut. We drove to Hartford. So it was oh like, how far is that? Like an hour Uh, Yeah. Like an hour and a half. So we got a hotel and we saw the Jonas Brothers and it was (laughs) a lovely, lovely night. And it was just so nice being in a crowd of people that were like singing the same lyrics as you. Like, I forgot what that felt like to be With a ton of people all like singing the same song and I just was like, God, I miss this. I miss this. The one thing that was so different for Jonas Brothers fans, you'll understand I went to their happiness begins tour in 2019, and they haven't released a new album. Since their last tour. So I was over here, like, why are they going on tour again? Like, it's like, why? Like release an album and then do another tour. Like, to me, that didn't make sense. So I was like, it's going to be the same set. Like, it's going to be the same songs as the last tour. So I almost didn't go, but I'm a loyal Joe Burrow fan since the age of 15, like over here, you know? So I went, I spent like $35 on a ticket, which was literally nothing. And I went, and I will say it was basically the same set as "Happiness
0: Begins." Oh my
1: God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. over here just
0: laughing at me right now. <laughs> I yeah, I have no words for this. I just okay, live your best life. <laughs> there is a huge
1: population
0: of Jonas Brothers fans.
1: It's kind of the I'm same sure. way like you feel about Taylor Swift. I'm sure because Tay Tay is like a big part of my life, and and it's something I'm going to continue to sneak into our conversation until one day we like sit down and listen to a whole album together. And you're like, Oh, I get it. Um, <laughs> i just going to infiltrate your life with Taylor Swift at some point. <laughs> but um, the one thing that I was thoroughly enjoying was there's just like this new aura about Joe Jonas that has changed since he's had a baby And like Mm -hmm. this new Joe Jonas as a daddy, like is a vibe. Like, I don't know what's going on on stage, but he just is like this whole new man. And he looked so good. And that was like the best part of the night for me was just Joe Jonas, like slaying it as a dad like Mm -hmm. on stage. I was like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) but it was a beautiful night. And I just had to tell you because you were on your honeymoon and I couldn't really let you know how it went. (laughs)
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like last Wednesday. What was last Wednesday? But yeah, I was on my honeymoon last Wednesday. Oh my goodness. I'm losing track of all time. Well, that's amazing. Thank you for you. Good for you. I'm glad you're doing things that are filling up your love tank, <laughs> making my <you> heart be <laughs> filling your those heart up. Those the things,
1: like truly those were like the best times of my life, like before the pandemic where when like friends and I would all get together to like go to a big concert. And those are things I haven't been able to do in so long. And so it just felt so right, like jumping up and down to Jonas yeah. Brothers music, like with a huge crowd yeah. of other girls that were my age jumping up and down to Jonas Brothers music. Like, I'm like, I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Thank you. (laughs) But now we get to dive in to the thing
0: we've all been waiting to hear about, which was honestly just the best
1: day ever. It was,
0: it was literally the best day ever. I was so concerned that I wasn't going to be in the moment or be able to enjoy it. I had so much going on. I've been having just like a really hard time, like being present and things, Um, some going in a million different directions. And I truly did. Like I can't wait to like see the video and just like go back and relive it because it went so fast like people always say that but it really was like a blink of an eye (laughs) like especially we had waited so long because Rob and I got engaged in 2019 like we've been engaged for so long then we got married because of the pandemic we'd already been married over a year so like for us it was like a long time coming and I think that that made it even more special I would say and I did want to say happy anniversary to us because we
1: met about a year ago now. Oh we my god, like last, that's true. Last October 9th was our beautiful Barnes and Noble meet cute moment. Um
0: <laughs> but that was see that's like what's so interesting too though because that was also a really hot day. Like I keep thinking that it was summer when we met. Like I keep thinking it was August. No,
1: I think just honestly like Whoever's watching out for us is just shining light on us as a friend, as friends. <laughs> but like, if you guys had gotten married last year, like we wouldn't, like, who knows? I know. like, we wouldn't have never,
0: I wouldn't I have been there. <laughs> I know. It's so true. I know. So it's, it's key. It's key that everything, listen, everything happened the way that it was supposed to happen. And it was a really great day. i was so grateful to have you guys there. Like it was truly truly so fun. There was so much love from so many people. Like I, I genuinely think that people were just so happy to be with other people. Like I hadn't seen people like my uncle in two years. Like I, there were so many people that I just was happy just to see. Yeah. I didn't
1: know what to expect. Cause like, I mean, it was really well, your bridal shower was really the first time I had gotten together with like a big group of people. And at that point, I was like, I love all these people. They're so amazing. But like at the ceremony, we sat down and Justin and I were like talking to literally your entire family was like sitting around us. And and it's like, Oh, I'm I'm Auntie, blah blah. I'm oh I'm the uncle, like, oh, and, and I'm like, Oh, I do a podcast with Amanda. And all of a sudden, like her your entire family is like, she does a podcast with Amanda. Like everybody was, like <laughs> looking at me. I'm like, oh my God, like. It was so cute. And I really focused on recording you as you went down the aisle. Otherwise I probably would have been crying, but I'm glad that I like, didn't cry in that
0: moment. Cause I was like, okay, I'm focused. <laughs> I didn't cry, which like Rob got emotional. Um, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but he got emotional at the like welcome dinner that we had, which is like, kind of like our rehearsal, but like, we didn't really yeah. have a rehearsal. So just like with our close family and bridal party and he got a little teary eyed. And then like, I, a lot of people were getting emotional on that day, but I didn't cause I was so like. <laughs> I was just everything was just moving so fast. Like I couldn't um, do that. I feel like I'd be the same way. Like
1: when things are just the thing that makes me cry, like happy tears are surprises. Like, yeah, if if like, if you didn't know I was going to be there and then I like showed up or something, you know, like it's that kind of stuff that that brings me to tears and when I'm yeah. in front of a huge crowd of people like otherwise yeah. at like a wedding I feel like I'd become cool and collected for the whole day like okay I pl- everything's planned like yeah. I have this you know you, you were your head was in the game and yeah like Rob was just so sweet it was just so such a good day and like I love getting to hear your vows and like all the stuff that I didn't even know about you guys like I didn't know you were both Really into James Bond. I learned that about you and your vows, and that like Stella, you know, Stella made her guest
0: appearance in your
1: vows. Yeah. And...
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob and I, our relationships started on James Bond and Indiana Jones, and that pretty much was the start of Rob and I being together. Um, <laughs> so we're pretty serious about James Bond. Um, <laughs> I love which that. we'll talk about in hot guys, but I want to hear about how the movie, the new movie, was yesterday. Oh, yeah, we'll get there.
1: And yeah. I know I kind of wanted to just go in kind of chronological order from the day. So, as far as like when you woke up the morning on Saturday, Jeez. like, cause when you told me how early you were going to have to wake up, I was like, um, what? Like, yeah. that sounds awful. <laughs> but how did everything go for you?
0: So, <laughs> well, I, okay, so a few things. First of all, I barely slept. Um, just excitement and nerves. And then second of all, you were the only person that knew this, but I tried to do a coffee enema. Yeah. <laughs> I had decided that I was going to do one because my best days always start with a coffee anima. and Absolutely. it was a disaster and freaking half. I didn't bring the right connector because I usually use a steel bucket. I brought a silicone one instead, which is what I used to use when I first started out, you know, before I was like a pro I was like, okay, great. This will travel well. And I forgot that there's like a different connector of the tube to the bag. So I tried to shove the tube into it and hold it there, which was not ideal I made my coffee enema the day before and brought it in a glass bottle, <laughs> heated it up via hot water in the sink, brilliant, and then poured it in and then tried to do it, but I couldn't find a place that was high enough. And then i tried to push the bag up and literally spilled it all over and made a coffee enema river in the <laughs> bathroom. Of the hotel where people would be coming within like fifteen minutes to start getting ready, so I had to clean that up and just say fuck it and didn't do my coffee enema. Yeah. That was the beginning of my day.
1: What <laughs> and what time was this at? This
0: is at four o'clock in the morning, four a.m. People, listen to that dedication to her liver. Like she was all in. Four a.m. Yeah, so four a.m. and then people started arriving in the room at five. 30, so like mm-hmm. around 530 people started arriving and then the day kind of took off from there. I had a very large coffee. My dad went to Dunkin Donuts at five o'clock in the morning and got me a coffee. It was the biggest coffee I've actually ever seen in my life. It was like a big gulp no. <laughs> and I drank every single drop. Um, (laughs) yes, I did because I had been like no sleep, like anything. So there's a part, I guess, pre-wedding where you exchange, you know, gifts. So like Rob's brother brought me a gift from Rob, which I actually have to say was probably the, when I started to get nervous, I was not nervous at all until I saw my brother-in-law who was already my Mm -hmm. (laughs) brother-in-law and I saw him in his tux and I started to get like really emotional and he brought me a gift from Rob which were these beautiful diamond earrings oh but they were a screw-in and I had drank so much coffee and I had told my mom please feed me like I brought cereal I brought my own food like they had muffins for everyone but like over here the crazy vegan like brought my own chia seed pudding i brought some of my like wheat cereal that i like to eat in the morning mm-hmm. um and i said mom like make sure that i eat my cereal no nobody made sure that i ate like once i got in the chair that was it like my hair makeup like everything so anyway cut to they're filming me doing these earrings the earrings are screw on and I was shaking so hard oh, that, no. that Meredith, my friend Meredith had to come over and screw them on for me because I could, I actually like was like shaking from the coffee. So high on hard. caffeine. So high. So <laughs> not good for your hormones, everybody. Um, but <laughs> yeah, do not That's have a wedding day. And an empty stomach. But I was, yeah, I was shaking so hard that she had to actually screw them in for me, which was like so funny. Um, And then, yeah, that was, and then we kind of like headed out to the venue, just take pictures and like the day just kind of flew from there.
1: I was trying to figure out where you were going to come from during the ceremony because we were at this gorgeous castle and everybody, it seemed like everyone was like getting ready in the castle because like. All the bridal party and your parents emerged from the castle and had to like walk around the the chairs to the back to like walk down the yeah. aisle, and I was like, "How is Amanda gonna like come out of the castle and like walk all the way around without us?" A- I mean, it's gonna be a whole thing. But then you like emerged from these little woodsy trees like in the back, and yeah. I'm like,
0: "What? It came I- out of a tree. How did True she story. get back there? Like, what? Oh my god! It it was a scene and a half." So first of all, Rob and I didn't do a first look because everything was so early. We didn't have time. Mm. So because of that, like my biggest thing was keeping us apart. And like, that was like the big situation. So we got ready. The girls got ready at the hotel. The guys got ready at the hotel. Then they got sent over to the venue and were like in some like crazy ass room. And then we were like upstairs. There was a point in which they had... (laughs) they had to move me. He, he was like in the hall with a bunch of people and they basically had to like turn him around, like shuffle me through. Like people were like over me. It was like the craziest shit. Then (laughs) they bring me out back to get in a golf cart. No. Okay. Get in a fucking golf cart. The golf cart wasn't there. I was hypervent. I'm like, people are going to see me. Like they're going to see me. Like I didn't want anyone to see me. Yeah. And then like this, like I get put in this golf cart. The golf cart goes around the entire, like, it was like on a golf course, like around the whole freaking golf course. There's like points where she's stopping and people are like walking and I'm like in this golf cart. It was insane. And then bring me, they bring me to this like tree, a willow tree <laughs> where my dad meets me in the tree. I watched, I couldn't see everything, but I like did see people like process um, yeah. a little bit. And I was like hiding in a tree. And then I like emerged from a tree
1: so you were just like back there, like the whole I was just time back there, back like, there. Yep. We were sitting there and I was looking around, like, for sure. We're going to see her. Like, uh, there's no way she's going to get back here without us seeing her.
0: No, I, I so wish afraid. I could have
1: known like what was going on. And I'm really happy to have this context now.
0: It was crazy. It was <laughs> really crazy. I was so relieved after the ceremony because like, yeah. then I could like, Relax. See, right? yeah, because then I could relax. Because I was so nervous that like I don't want anyone to see me. Honestly, like I right. really just didn't like want to be seen by by anyone except for like the bridal party. Um, and I did, I did do like a first look with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I did that, and then like we all went over. So yeah, that was like the craziest part of the whole thing. Like I was so anxious. Yeah. And yeah, and then I emerged from a tree and. <laughs> I loved,
1: I just have to tell you because this is like one of the f- like little things I remembered when we were sitting there like after we got to the venue they were playing like instrumental pop music like did you yeah. know about this
0: wait when when you just wait right when you got there
1: when we got there yeah like oh, when I we were know. like waiting for everything to start there was like instrumental pop music that they were playing and it was oh. like like they literally played like a Miley Cyrus song like instrumental and then <laughs> no, there was like I don't even like a Coldplay song, instrumental, like a bunch of like popular songs, instrumental. And I was over here like, how am I not supposed to like sing along to this? Like it was just I, it was like I Bridgerton. Was not, it was literally yeah. like Bridgerton. Okay. Like,
0: that I was not aware <laughs> of, but I did, I did do the instrumental Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. Procession. Anything after that was pretty much like orchestrated by us. Yeah. Um, those were things that we had chose That like, that was like the one thing I think I was really surprised about with the wedding in general is that like, you actually have to like orchestrate, um, the entire like musical situation. (laughs) So like, that was, that was crazy. Like you pick a song for literally every single thing that occurs, um, which that was just like shocking to me. Um, the song that I chose for me coming down the aisle, is a song by Mary Lambert while you sleep, I think, or when you sleep. And it's a song that I used to listen to on the subway when I lived in the city and worked in the city. And it used to make me cry on the subway. And I always used to think about, um, you know, marrying someone and hoping for, I don't know, a love. I was single in NYC and it just was really meaningful to me. I don't know if anybody liked me song. I love
1: that. No, I'm so happy to know that story. Like, I mean, I wish I would have known that like before because I would have been like
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, Yeah, it was like very meaningful to me. I was like not letting anyone take that song away from me. And I just like loved it. And yeah, (laughs) it was crazy. It was
1: beautiful. I mean, you know, I was talking with somebody at our table about their wedding and about how there's always gonna be like some weird like drama or like something that goes wrong. And from an outsider's perspective, like nothing went wrong. And I don't know if you felt that way too, but the whole day was just so smooth. Like, yeah, everything was so well curated and like every little detail just went off without a hitch. Like you had a great DJ, which I feel like is kind of a, um, like half the battle. Yeah. Like if you don't have a good guy, like as a, as the ringleader, like the whole vibes off and he was just like, it was a party. It was a party at 4 PM. Like, I'm like, (laughs) this is lit. Like, yeah all of your older family members were dancing and it was so fun. And everybody just like, I felt like I was a part of your family.
0: Like yeah. everyone, you just like- are, you're welcome. You're a part of the family now. It, <laughs> it, yeah. The DJ was amazing. We had a lot of people like raving about the DJ, which was like really great. I will say there wasn't anything that went wrong. I do have one regret. Oh no. And there was something that was going wrong. That was really like a pain in the ass, but like, was, we were trying to like remedy, but so my dress, because my dress was Chantilly Lace, it was person who did my dress didn't bustle it. She did like something on the wrist, like a wrist to kind of like hold it up. And that just wasn't really working. So they had to make me a bustle and like, at some point my coordinators and then the like wedding coordinator from the venue made me a bustle with, <laughs> with safety pins and then Rob stepped on it and pulled the bustle out and they had to redo it and I like at one point towards the end had like a fucking tail um like a bunny tail literally and so my biggest regret was that I didn't just have the woman do a bustle in the first place because like you you don't want to be dragging the dress around right also my dress ripped under my arm and my wedding coordinator sewed sewed it up like while it was still on you while it was on me so sewed so it um wow. so my that was my biggest regret was just like the fact that I didn't do a bustle um because you can't dance and like do stuff like so and right. I think that my biggest like triumph was like that we did day of coordinators like I give people a lot of credit who don't have that help like they literally bustle like they create made a bustle like just that's incredible and like yeah. sewed me in my dress like they had like a kit of things. Wow. And like pulled me into a room. So there was like one point where it was so funny, too, because I went upstairs um to fix the bustle the second time, and mm-hmm. Rob came with me, and then we came into the room, and everyone was like, "Oh ah, ah. we were oh, like, no. We were like <laughs> we were like, no, we were like literally upstairs, like they were bustling me. Like my cousin Kim was up there. Like nothing was happening that was inappropriate. Like we were just doing the bustle, but every was everyone so was funny. like screaming. It was so funny. <laughs> Like, getting started early, eh? (laughs) so So that was, like, the only, like, faux pas that kind of, like, had happened was just, like, my dress was, like, really being a pain in the ass. I love, love, loved it so much, but, like, I should have just, I think just, like, hindsight, I would have asked her. She asked me if I wanted one, and I was like, no, I'll just carry it, but it really, like, was not working out that way.
1: Yeah. What about the food. How did you
0: enjoy your vegetarian vegan dinner? Did that go off without a hitch? Oh yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. We didn't, you know, Rob and I didn't go to the cocktail hour, but they gave us all the cocktail stuff. Um, so that was good. I had like some like veggie Napoleon, um, so that was good. I ate a lot of bread. I was like shoving bread in my face because I was, <laughs> by the time we got to the table, like, or the dais, which is like we're just the table with the two people sitting at it, essentially, mm-hmm. I was starving. I was like shoving bread down my throat. People were coming over to talk to me. I was like, let me eat my bread. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just need to eat my bread. Um, so, yeah. And then Rob was like literally eating everything else. The other thing is that the cake was. Freaking delicious! It was <gasps> mm. not vegan, but it was delicious, and I didn't get a piece of cake. I only got to taste it when Rob and I cut it, and he gave it to me. No, yeah, but we did get the entire top of the cakes so okay, to good. freeze for like our first an- like anniversary. So
1: thank goodness. Yeah, it looked yeah. amazing. I couldn't eat it because it wasn't gluten free, but I yeah gave it a good sniff, and I will say the sniff was good. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a really good cake. I, I don't often eat things that are, well, I never eat anything that's not vegan really anymore, but like, I right. just, I didn't want to like ruin anybody else's day.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> so like the-
0: just have it be not vegan, but I only got to taste it when Rob and I fed each other. And that was like pretty much it.
1: I've had conversations about like what I would do for a cake situation, like with Justin and we've, we've talked about it and it's like, okay, well, we're just going to have like two cakes, you know, like just, yeah. yeah. Don't grooms, me- like grooms have their grooms cake, right? Like they do a whole other cake. So like, we'll just yeah. do a full out, like paleo friendly yeah. cake. That's going to be just as good. Like, come on, let's be real. Yeah. And then like a, you know, regular, yeah. delicious gluten free sugary yeah. cake for Justin, which like we went to Costco yesterday and we bought candy for Halloween like, because we're going to have trick-or-treaters this year for the first time in my life, which I'm so excited about, but <laughs> Justin and Aaron have just been like eating the candy. I'm like, guys, oh my God.
0: we're adults here. Like <laughs> get your life I, together. No, I hate it's it. fine. I hate it. Oh them. my God. I I bought Rob, um, candy corn, um, mm-hmm. which I don't eat cause it's not vegan friendly. Um, but he's was so excited that I had like, candy corn and I had gotten some pumpkins and like some candles going. So he was amped to get home from the honeymoon and have that Aww. experience. Oh, looking forward to the candy corn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. So funny. Well, I did want to like give you a huge compliment about how I have never had such crazy like bottle service at a wedding before ever. Like, I'm sure that was something that was important to you guys that you wanted everybody to just like have fun and, and have whatever they wanted. But I went up to the bar. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm going to have, I'm going to have one drink. It's a special occasion. Let's see what they have up there. Like what tequilas do you guys have? And he was like, Oh, we have Patron. And I was like, Patron. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's like top shelf. No big deal. But like Justin's like, Oh yeah, they have like amazing, like bourbon too. And I'm like, Oh my God, but like, this is crazy. And then we went to an after party your after party that was at a bar that I just fully was like, well, I'm sure we're going to pay for our own stuff. Like at the bar, it's a bar. And we walk in, there's like a whole buffet of food and everything at the bar is already like paid for as well. I was like, Whoa, like this is next level adult <laughs> wedding party. Like I, all the weddings I've ever been to are like my friends in, in their twenties and it's
0: like really chill, but I'm like, this is next level. It was, you can thank my dad for that. Cause we did not, we didn't really do any extras. Like, cause with the wedding, everything's extra. Like we didn't do like a bride and groom cocktail because that was like An extra, like, I don't know, like $5 a person or something ridiculous. Right. And the only thing that Rob and I wanted was that when people left, they got hot apple cider and apple cider donuts. Like that was like what we wanted to do. And then my dad wanted top shelf liquor. Like he was like, we have to have top shelf liquor, super, super important. Um, so I love your dad. yeah, I love
1: yeah your dad. that was
0: definitely, <laughs> a, a Pete Tiberi thing that, <laughs> that he made happen and yeah, that was like really important to him. So I did not care about the liquor at all. Um, and was not intending to drink at all. And then I got drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask you about this because, you know, as people with chronic illness, like I, I fully was prepared to go and to it like sober and that you were going to be sober. And like, that's, you know, the expectation I know we both set for ourselves. Um, but like when, you know, when was the moment where you were like, you know, like you only live once, like, (laughs) yeah. When did it happen for you?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's so funny because I really had no intention of drinking like at all. Like I really, like, I mean, I didn't drink at the bachelorette, like, as you know, like, I really have no issue like with not drinking right Right. but we were waiting to go down to the ceremony when people were kind of like coming in um or getting ready and seated and all that stuff and we were sitting in this room upstairs and I started to like get a little anxious and I was like I'm just gonna have some champagne like I'm just Mm -hmm. gonna have a little champagne I was already planning on like having it if we were gonna do a toast or something just to like I wasn't gonna like I don't know get apple cider or something so I started drinking it and like and that was it. And then I was like, (laughs) I'm going to keep drinking. Um, and I felt like I kind of like the thing was like what I missed most about alcohol was beer. Like I missed beer so much. And so I was like, if this is the day that I'm going to drink and I'm going to be drinking, I'm going to drink a beer. So I just like went over to the bar, got a, got a Stella (laughs) and was like living my best life. They were like, do you want it in a glass? I was like, no (laughs) a bottle. Oh, so good. Nice cold beer. Um, it was amazing. And Yay. then, you know, obviously, you know, things went south, but <laughs> I mean, it didn't go south. It was actually like really fun. But I did drink and everyone was like, "Oh my god, you're drinking." And I was like, "Listen, it's my wedding. Like, it's fine. Like yeah. no issue." Yeah, I think, you know, we we do what
1: we can on most days to yeah. be our healthiest selves. And it prepares us for the days where we decide to make other choices, you know, because, and I think that that's really important to focus on like the majority of the time and, and not the minority. And, you know, sometimes there are moments, especially after all the work that you and I have done, like Uh (laughs) where you are stable enough, your health is stable enough to be able to like handle something like that, you know, and. And I think prepping the way we both do and take care of ourselves the way we do is, are for those moments. And, you know, like there is always going to be aftermath. That's not exactly fun. And I know I talked to you the next day and I was like, how are you? And you're like, I'm not well, (laughs) but like, it's a combination of everything, like lack of sleep. Like, I mean, it was a long day. Like we got there, I mean, for you, like it was like 4am till like what, like 10, 11, like at night. Yeah.
0: I was, yeah, it was a long, <laughs> long day. Honestly, like, and it was so much leading up to it because I like had to get myself ready. Also like the night bef- the day before was a lot too. Like we yeah. had the welcome dinner. Like we had, so there was just so much. And so like my body definitely felt it. Like I, I definitely don't regret drinking at all. Like I think I had the best time ever, like the after party, was so much fun like that's when we really got to like hang with people and like I just I had the best day ever and I don't regret it I did feel like absolute shit the next day (laughs) I it took several days to be okay I'm not gonna lie about that but like honestly like yeah I mean I do the best that I can like every single day of my life and you know I it's okay to not be perfect all the time like it it happens
1: I feel like a big I mean advice for like people with chronic illness maybe is like take a couple of days between your wedding and your honeymoon like don't go straight to your honeymoon like cuz I know you did that like took a couple yeah. days off which you ended up working on your course, but like you still were able to like be in your own space and, you know, do what you needed to do to recover from like a crazy time like that. And did did you, were you happy you didn't like go straight to the honeymoon the next day?
0: Yeah. I think Rob and I were both really happy that we yeah, we definitely needed the time. We took a couple of days and then went on the honeymoon and we still took a couple of days. Like I'm not, you know, officially going back into life until Wednesday. So like, I feel like that was also key just to like take the time to recover from Mm -hmm. everything. So, and just feel like fully replenished because a wedding is a lot like it's a lot and yeah originally we had like talked about going right away but I don't think there's not enough I I don't know how people do that there's not enough time to get yourself packed and stuff like we had to pack all of our stuff and like totally get ready yeah it's just crazy yeah how was the honeymoon where did you guys go It was really good. We went to the Berkshires in Massachusetts. Stayed at a B and B that was absolutely amazing. It was it was so good. Like we did all the stuff that we like to do. Like we went hiking every single day just like really got out in fresh air and like nature. Um, we, you know, went to dinner, we went shopping, Rob got fed very large breakfasts every single day, (laughs) which he was like thrilled about. Um, it was so nice. It was really, really great to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Just to take a deep breath
1: (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. process everything that had just happened. Cause yeah, like you said, like it, it just was so fast. And I remember like, (sighs) Honestly thinking about how fast it was going too. Like, cause if originally we weren't gonna come to the after party because I just figured we were gonna be so tired at that point. We were like, we'll probably just head home and like let you, you know, hang out with the out of town people. But um, it was like 6 p.m. And both of us were like, like, yeah, like we sh- we have to go, like <laughs> the night is not over. So and it was just so fun. Like we didn't run out of energy, I think. From like the social energy and aspect of it too, it was like just a whirlwind of a day.
0: Yeah, we were definitely, I was shocked to see you guys there because I didn't think you guys were going to come to the after party either.
1: I know it was like a little surprise. It was a blast. And yeah, honestly, like I felt like I wanted to go on vacation. Like after the wedding, I was like, it'd be so nice to just like get away. I was jealous (laughs) of you guys, because it's been so long since we've gone on like a trip or anything and just having time to like unwind in especially like the weather right now. It's just stupid, beautiful. Like the trees are peak foliage right now. Like everything is just prime fall and I loved getting to see, like, you <laughs> You texted me, like, one morning, you're like, yeah, we're going to the cow farm today. I was like, you are having your dream honeymoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely, yeah, we saw cows, um, which I cried hysterically after seeing the cows. So Rob thought that was really funny. <laughs> um <laughs> it was really great. So definitely relaxing, not stressful at all, lots of outside time. We had good weather. Like it started raining till yesterday. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it was good. I definitely, I know it was so funny because like my parents were the same, like they were planning on taking any time off or going anywhere and were heavily obviously involved in the planning of the wedding and they ended up going away this past weekend with my aunt and uncle who like convinced them the day after the wedding to like go to Lake George. with them. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. They were like, they were like, okay, we like have to, we have to do something. Um, so yeah, your mom,
1: I just have to tell you, I feel like I told you at the after party, but I can't remember, but your mom like comes up to Justin and me and like grabs Justin by the arm. And she's like, how long have you guys been together? And Justin's like, oh, you know, like nine years probably. And she was, she just gave him this look that was like nine years. Like she was like, what are you waiting around for? She's a good one. (laughs) Like, and he was like, trust me, like we're, you know, it's coming. Like it's, she was like, well, I don't know. You just need to hurry. And I was like, (laughs) it's like, Terry, I'm like, you just have wedding on the brain. You just have wedding on the brain. And she was like, I just want to plan another one. Just let me know when it's official. And then she well, Yeah. She thinks,
0: I know she's like, (laughs) thinks she's like a pro now. I'm like, you're crazy. You're so Uh, crazy. She wants to be back in the action. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so funny. I can't,
1: it's so fun. Like I'm just so happy. Everything went well. And like, You know, it was exactly what she wanted. And I know there was so much like stress leading up to it that I was just like, please let this day be everything she wants it to be. Like the whole day I was just like watching you, like, is she happy? Is she happy? I hope she's happy. Like
0: I know, I feel like a lot of people were doing that. I'm like, I'm fine, everyone. Like perfectly okay. Perfectly good. Well,
1: like the second you saw me and like gave me a hug and you started like tearing up, I was like, Okay, she's good. Like
0: I was like, I yeah, I was. Yeah. I I had the best day ever. So yeah, but it was good. So we're back and, you know, I'm hitting the ground running as I, as I do. Yes. A million things.
1: And I know like it's been so long since we've recorded our last podcast that like, I mean, although we've had a lot going on in our lives, like both of us have still very much been watching television and movies and been heavily involved. in you know reality television and so there's a long list of things we wanted to go over with you guys but my tv life has been very weird lately like (laughs) typing into hot goss it's like literally just been vampire diaries squid game and ted lasso lately i can't believe you're still watching vampire what are you up to (laughs) what season are you on we're almost done with season two And I did not plan on ever rewatching the show. Like I watched it when it was on TV, like airing in 2009. And my sister's like, no, you got to rewatch it. You haven't rewatched it in like a decade. Like, no, you got to rewatch it. (laughs) So we just started it one day and I was not planning on sitting down and watching it with her. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, wait, Yeah, I don't remember that. And she's like, you don't remember that? I'm like, no. And just all this stuff that I completely forgot about. And I was like, "Oh my god! Like stuff with Damon happens this soon, and it's just all of it kind of unraveled." And I'm, it's a I'm, major, I'm in it.
0: I'm it's in a it. major commitment. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it until quarantine, like in general. Then I started like it was like one of my COVID watches. And I can't believe um, you didn't watch it sooner than that. Honestly. I think, I think I just missed it. Like I think I just missed it, and it just like wasn't in my like peripheral. Yeah. I mean, I got really into it Mm -hmm. and it's a commitment because it's like six seasons and like a billion episodes a season. So it takes a really long time to watch it.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's like similar to Riverdale, you know, where you watch now there's five seasons of Riverdale. Like there's There's like 21
0: episodes of each one. Like the CW. Uh,
1: I had this realization the other day when we were watching Vampire Diaries that I was like, this is the same machine that like has created like the CW, like Vampire Uh Diaries and Riverdale, like are both on the CW. And I'm like, what a difference like of how good Vampire Diaries is to like how cheesy and like ridiculous Riverdale is. Like, I love Riverdale, but they're just different. They're in different leagues. Like, and I think it's just because it was
0: before streaming. Like it was a thing, you know, like, well, Riverdale has just gotten away with itself. Did you know that fun fact about Riverdale is that the new season starting in November is starting next month again? Yes.
1: Yes. I did know that November 16th, because of like the whole, the whole timeline mess up with, the pandemic. Like they originally mm-hmm. like season six should be airing this fall, you know, if everything yeah. was timing wise, correct. So season five wasn't supposed to be right now. So I think that they were just like, we, you know, got to speed it up to get back on schedule. I think it's kind of the same way, like the bachelor world kind of sped things up and to get things back on schedule yeah. too. But, but I'm excited. Cause like, yeah, the finale of Riverdale was really interesting. I don't know what they're doing with it. And I know both of us are kind of like, yeah, fizzling out because at this point I just kind of I just it. don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Like is six is the next season gonna be the last season? They haven't announced that, but I yeah. mean I don't know. It just it depends. To, it needs to end. It they yeah. need to I mean listen, they the time jump gave them I think a leg to stand on to create new stories and like a new way to go. But there was just too many things happening this season. Like I just yeah. I don't know I I did that. I pulled the typical Amanda and I looked up what happened in the finale instead of watching it. I can't because I was talking to you yesterday and you were like, You're not gonna like it. And I was like, Well, I'm gonna Google it then because <laughs> I thought somebody was with child, but maybe it was a child. So, no oh my spoiler god, that was a
1: really funny theory though. <laughs> like, she's like, Is Betty pregnant with Archie's child? I was like, Um, lol, no, <laughs> but that's I, wait, hilarious. I read
0: well, because I read that somewhere that that was a theory that was like a fan theory that would
1: be pretty cool.
0: Like honestly, it would be, no, it would be horrible. Cause then well, they'd be like <laughs> stuck together for life and I would have to like deal with this. And then like, It'd I don't know. I, enough. yeah. So I read it. I'm not really like happy. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. I might, if I run out of things, but I have been really, really tied up with watching good trouble, which is not a new show, but it is a show that's happening currently still, which yeah, Freeform. which is- freeform yeah because i'm not (laughs) i'm definitely not usually watching shows i feel like that are like happening right now that you're kind of catching up on but it's like also live so you and i had both talked about watching that show
1: yes because you like to binge you want something you can just
0: yeah through and i like to know i like there to be information out there and like and like ships and like all kinds of stuff going on Mm -hmm. but So both of us had heard about watching this show and it actually is a spinoff of the Fosters, which I never watched. I didn't know it was a spinoff of that, but I also, no, I mean,
1: all I knew about the show was that I was getting targeted for it. Like right when the bold type was ending, I got so many commercials for good trouble and I'm like, what is this show? Like, it looks like it's up my alley, but I just. For whatever reason, the trailers and previews like never drew me in. But two of my good friends that literally watch all the same stuff I do, and they don't know each other, like two friends separately, have both been like, have you watched Good Trouble? I'm like, no, I haven't. They're like, why? Like, it's so your show. So I'm happy that you're watching it
0: because I'm very curious about it. So the Fosters, I don't know too much about it, but what I do know is that two of the sisters moved to L.A., and that's basically what it's about is, like, their life. Like, they moved to this, like, community housing, um, which is called, like, the Coterie. And they, like, basically, it's, like, an intentional living space where, like, all these people are. And it's really, really good. And they're both, like, in their careers. Like, one of them, like, just graduated law school. The other one is, like, into, like, tech. And they kind of, like, navigate this, like, world. The only thing I will say in regards to, like, the Fosters is that there's, like, a bunch of... Of these children that they were like all oh, this foster family, right? Like I I don't know anything about the show, but like from commercials. Yeah. And th- those people show up a lot. Like the the foster family, it's like two moms um that were like together. They are in it, like at one point, there's like brothers that show up. Um, okay. Noah
1: Centineo. Yes. Uh-huh. I know shows he was up in, in an
0: episode. Yeah, like he shows up in an episode. So like And so everybody, it seems like is like a brother or sister of theirs, which is like hilarious to me. So (laughs) I don't know that backstory, but it's not, you don't have to watch the show to like be into it. But like, if you are into it, then it like does kind of link together a little.
1: Cool. No, I definitely, it's on my list. It's one of those, like whenever I don't have anything else to watch, I'm going to watch it. But somehow I've gotten sucked into Vampire Diaries world again, which is just really, but here we are. And I, the only other shows like that I've been watching that are currently like popular, um, our squid game, which came out on Netflix, which like is a Korean show that you would not oh. like.
0: <laughs> yeah. I saw a commercial for that. I was like, no,
1: but it's incredible. So like, if you what like, is it
0: about it's about this secret
1: game, it kind of, it's like a mixture of like hunger games type of thing. Like this elite group of people like take these poor people who are in a lot of debt and like offer them an opportunity to make money by winning these games and they have to play like six childhood games but like if you don't win you die so like red light green light and like tug of war oh. and, like, stuff like that it's kind of unraveling this mystery of it all and it's really i after seven episodes there was an episode we watched last night that just i was bawling like the last 10 minutes I was bawling and I don't know that I've ever watched a show where after seven episodes I'm that attached to characters that I'm like emotional so I mean it's a really incredible show and the fun fact about it that I know about is that the creator wrote it over a decade ago and he's been trying to get it like bought and made um for that long over a decade and no one would take the show idea to do it oh shit that's and crazy. finally yeah finally he got netflix to do it now it's like the number one show in the whole world like i have a patient who actually lives in korea who i was talking to her about it and she's like oh yeah literally everyone's watching it like i'm sure there's like the country i'm sure like it's just so proud of the show yeah. because it's so big and such a big feat, you know, for like Korean actors in film that like Americans are watching. It's just really awesome, but it's a great show. I know you won't watch it, but Ted Lasso, I know you will. And- I will. I will. I haven't gotten to the Apple shows yet, but I will. Oh God. That show, that show has my whole heart right now. Like if I was devastated that the finale was on Friday. Like I was dreading the finale
0: of like forever
1: finale, no, no, season no. finale. Season two, season two. So okay. they've been coming out like one episode a week for three months. Now there's 12 episodes in the season and season one, there were only 10 episodes. And so I thought after the 10th episode that that was like the end of season two, but then I found out it wasn't the end. And I almost started crying just because I found out I had two more episodes to watch. Like oh my god, it's so good it's like it's just in the same kind of like realm of Schitt's Creek but I think it's better than Schitt's Creek in every way like Jason Sudeikis is a freaking genius and every every actor in that show is so likable and I can't wait for you to watch it so that's been like my world lately but okay. in our world I know we're both equally excited about the new James Bond movie that just came out <laughs>
0: yes last Friday Yeah. And you saw it yesterday and it was apparently amazing.
1: I did. And I like wanted to text you right after. No spoilers. Absolutely not. Because like it was just so good. I mean, the amount of effort and money that go into these movies, every time I'm like, it's not going to live up to my expectations. It just blows every expectation I had out of the water. Like they pull so many moves that I would never expect them to pull. and. The weirdest thing about the whole day was just being in a theater. We went to an IMAX theater that yeah. was full. Like the theater was full.
0: That's crazy. Well, that was the thing is like, you were like, you have to see this. And I was like, I'm not going to a movie theater. I haven't been to a movie theater in like five years. Like I can't even imagine a world inside a movie theater.
1: It was weird, but like, it was so funny. Cause of course everybody as a group is reacting to things. And there was yeah. like this older man who was sitting next to me and he was like, shit shit. Like the whole time. <laughs> and like, he would react to the funniest stuff. And like Justin and Aaron and I had like had to hold ourselves back from laughing just because his reactions were so funny. I'm like, God, I'm out of practice. I mean, it's been so long that I've gone to like a theater and watch a movie with like a yeah. group of a ton of people. Yeah,
0: and yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: we had our masks on. Cause I was like, I can't sit here comfortably for three hours with like yeah. all these strangers and it was just crazy, but I, it was so good to like see a movie like that in theaters. And I was so moved and, and the only reason I want you to see it ASAP is just cause I don't, I don't want your Amanda brain to take over and like spoil anything. <laughs> no, I won't.
0: I, I won't do that with, with the movie just because I okay. can't, I, well, I also don't remember anything from the other ones. Like, is it conclusive or no? The,
1: this, what do you mean? Like, like,
0: does it, it does it complete the series. Cause like June 1 doesn't really do that. Cause like, you can just kind of.
1: Yeah. It's con- yeah. it's conclusive. Yes. Okay.
0: okay. It's very, very, very well done. I have to watch the other ones again to be able to kind of like get myself in the headspace. I really don't remember them. I Rob and I are... So Rob has the entire James Bond collection. And so like our relationship that sort of started with James Bond was that we watched old James Bond movies together. Mm-hmm. And there's several different James Bonds through the years. Of course. Um, yeah. And some better, better than others. So I was telling you yesterday that my favorite James Bond is Sean Connery. Um, and Sean Connery actually passed away this time last year. And I was devastated because I was a very, very huge Sean Connery, uh James Aww. Bond fan. Um, but I do think Daniel Craig is an okay James Bond. There's mm-hmm. like, you know, different kinds of James Bond, just like there's different Batman's, you know, of like course. different vibes. Um and so yeah, I have to just kind of like refresh my memory.
1: Just watch Spectre. So it's it's kind of a continue a continuation from Spectre. So like, okay, if you're gonna watch any of them, just watch that one. It they talk about Spectre and like Christoph Waltz is in it and Madeline okay. Madeline the woman he fell in love with in Spectre. Okay, is, you know a big part of this movie too. So I think okay. you'll enjoy it. I'm very excited for you to watch it. um Just like quick note, two other movies I've watched lately that were mind-blowing and so good were Cruella and Coda on Apple TV. Um, Both incredible movies, actually. Like, I was very surprised by how good both of them were. Coda's like totally different, but check them out if you want some good movies. Uh, Coda won more awards at sundance film festival than any movie has ever won so and wow. there was like a bidding war with all the streaming networks for who was gonna get it and apple tv like paid a record amount for it to get it <laughs> so
0: what is it about
1: it's about a girl in high school who has a deaf family and she wants to mm-hmm. become a singer but her like family doesn't understand it because they like can't hear and so they they like don't know how to support her or guide her in the right direction. Cause they're like, what if she's not a good singer? Like, we don't know what it sounds yeah. like. And yeah. so it's this really incredible journey of this girl who like has only known one thing her entire life with her family. And she's like afraid to break out of, you know, her life that her family has paved out for her and do her own thing that none of her family understands. Yeah. But it was, it was incredible it was beautiful i cried it was such a good movie if you enjoy that kind of thing but i know something we both really enjoyed was the new season of sex education which we haven't yeah, talked I forgot about that, that
0: happened i know i feel like that was like 8000 years ago a year ago no i also I mean, watched it in like a day or two i know
1: i know that's what the show does to you cuz there's only yeah. 8 episodes and it's not fair and like it comes and it goes so quickly and I will say spoilers so skip that, skip this. If you like, don't want to know, or you haven't watched season three yet, but oh my God, the Maeve and Otis kiss. Like I was not prepared and I was, I was screaming and like, you were like, I thought they
0: had kissed already. And I was like, no, like I've been waiting for that moment for years. (laughs) I was, I was entirely unfazed. I was like, okay. No, it was like the best moment of my life. <laughs> oh my God. I yeah, I was like, okay. Um, I don't know why, but also because like I when I watch a show without Rob, I watch it in the morning usually, and I'm usually not like as animated because I have uh, to like watch it while Rob's sleeping.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I was watching it like at night, like Friday night, like all in. But that show is just pure genius. It's so good. I have no complaints. I'm really intrigued to see what they do with season four, which they have been it been renewed. renewed. Thank you. Yeah. And so I'm really
0: excited because it's it's one of my favorite yeah. shows ever, ever. Yeah. Um, Super good. Super excited about that. Did you watch the finale of bachelor in paradise? That was what I wanted to talk to you about because no, I, what do you mean? First (laughs) of all, first of all, how, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, because that is my move and how dare you? I watched it. I watched all three freaking hours of it. Both times last three hours. Two weeks ago and then three hours again last week, and everybody else is falling off. And they're like, oh, three hours. I'm not watching it. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> I I know. Well, I will say, like, because if I had watched it on demand, I think I would have felt differently because watching it live, I could do other things while it's like on, right? Like I yeah. could kind of like function. It wasn't like I went out of my way um to watch it the whole time, but the finale is kind of a big deal here's what you know that people you know that people did get engaged
1: yes so it's all (laughs) been it's all been spoiled to me at this point sucks because like I didn't, I fully wanted to watch the finale, but like there was a three hour episode the week before the finale, which I wasn't able to finish because like, I think we had the Jonas Brothers concert or something was happening. And so like, we, we didn't finish it. And then we finished it like right before the finale aired. And then I couldn't watch the finale. And then like the day after the finale, you know, everything on Instagram
0: is like all the couples that won. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. And then at that point, there's like no point in watching it. I kind of like, yeah. And also like, who knows? I I don't know who's still together or like what's going on. I do know that there was a couple that broke up that got is still together actually now. Who? Becca. And what's his name? Got back together. Thomas. Yeah. Oh well good for them. They broke up like in the finale but there he was like weeping. I mean you should watch it just to see him weep because it was actually kind of (laughs) (laughs) hysterical. He was like this
1: girl is the girl of my dreams. Like I could tell Thomas was just all in on Becca. Like this is the one. they got back together. I also do think like Thomas was kind of the guy that like wanted the spotlight and since Becca already kind of has it I'm sure he's like Like this is everything I've ever wanted in a, you know, partner. (laughs) Like, yeah. so I mean, I'm, but all in all, it was a really, really great season. And I'm very excited for Michelle's season of The Bachelorette that's starting next week, which is wild, which I think will be out the night we release this episode. So that's great for me. Um, I'm fully mentally unprepared for that. But as we all know, it's like officially been announced that The Bachelor is going to be a guy from Michelle's season. Did you know mm-hmm.
0: that?
1: No. Yeah. So I'm going to like spend the entire season trying to figure out who it's going to be. And I'm I and did they that.
0: say that, um, yes, Jesse Palmer is going to be the new host who Rob and I happen to love because he hosts the baking shows on, Aww. um, on the food network. So like really big fan. He also hosted that surfing show that nobody watched except us. Rob and I watched that stupid show. It was oh, watch the end. A show. <laughs> a lot of people were kind of so, so about it, but I'm pretty excited. I think he's a good host. I like him. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm excited too. I hope, I mean, because he was a bachelor, like I'm, I'm glad no. at least it was somebody in the bachelor nation. Cause mm-hmm. I was over here thinking it was going to be somebody random, but I also really did enjoy like all the random hosts in bachelor in paradise. Like that was really funny. And kind of an enjoyable part of the show. Do I yeah. think Wells totally deserves to be the host? Yes. Does he want it? Who knows? <laughs>
0: like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: But I love him. And it was yeah. a good season. And I mean, yeah. all in all, like, I'm excited about everything coming out in the next couple of months. I'm a little overwhelmed. Like, we've been getting so many trailers for things. And, you yeah. know, we'll we'll update you guys as we go. I know I'm excited about you. Season three that's coming out in a couple of weeks, which is crazy. But After We Fell, the third movie in the After series is coming out on Amazon Prime October 22nd, which yes. I'm very excited
0: about. <laughs> yes, I know. There's so many things. I actually think when we film the second episode for, for this month, I think we're going to have even more hot gas to talk
1: about. Yeah, which is wild. So stay I tuned know. for that, guys. I we'll, we'll keep you more updated as the best we can and and look forward to some really interesting information about toxic chemicals in your products. It's something that I think we all could need more information about. And I'm probably going to learn a bit, a thing or two from Amanda. So stay tuned. And until next time, if you guys enjoy, like, Please leave us a rating or a review on Apple podcasts. We always appreciate your feedback and, and we hope to be more present for you guys moving forward in the future. Now that we've got one of us hitched (laughs) so (laughs) until next time guys stay healthy.